Shalom. Let's go. Oh, man. Right before you came in, I was like, I'm so tired, but I'm feeling jazzed. Yeah. Now that I get to talk about myself, all of a sudden I'm all perked up. Yeah. It's also you're you're absorbing my my nothing yeah. perks you up like spending time with me. Exactly. You have two, best friend. Do you have two coffee cups? What is that? Are you pouring from a thermos into a I'm coffee cup? I'm pouring from my Yeti. Into a cup. Like 20 why not ounces. just why not just drink directly out of the yeti eliminate the middleman and just drink out of the yeti because my yeti doesn't have an outrage factory logo on it clink clink oh 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 oh, 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 oh kevin mccallister you can excited. only see kevin mccallister's stupid face uh <laughs> hey internet yeah how you doing hi internet i, I took i took your line <laughs> yeah. uh welcome to episode 226 of outreach factory uh the mm -hmm. podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online this week and explain why they're dumb for caring i'm your co-host eric boland and i'm joined as always by noted homophobe dale derude apparently okay well they were they were popping pot oh were they you, saying homophobe oh yeah for those uh, homophobe and piece of trash were, <laughs> were some ah, of the piece of trash. Ones. I'll wear that. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? Just before all this happened, we'll get into it in a sec. I was like, because I used to have what people are calling social anxiety, where I'd be like, I feel like a lot of people hate me, and I don't want, don't know why, and I wonder if I should change. But now that I'm like 43, I'm like, you just don't give a fuck. I feel like people hate me, but it's probably their own fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's and honestly like, like the best way to go about it. Yeah. And it's like, I, it's like, I used to worry about people liking me. Now I'm like, I like myself. That's all that matters. That honestly, like, uh, as I've gotten old, cause I had my big flame out on, on Twitter a while ago and uh, uh, being dad incident. And, uh, and, and it's funny, you and I both have had like far more offensive takes than what we were like. You're fucking offensive. All you're like an avowed Joe Rogan Stan. You fucking love mm -hmm. Elon Musk. You well, I don't love it. Elon Musk. Here's what I'll say. All of e we're not going to talk about Elon we're Musk. We're not going so to say one sentence about my say feelings it. on I Elon Musk. I won't even argue because I don't want to talk about Elon Musk. He's a giant grifter who is taking money, tax money from the government, any chance he gets, and he's accidentally making the world better in the process. You got to respect that. That's my that. feeling on Elon Musk. You got to respect that. Yes. Uh, and that, so like, yeah, you've had some pretty... Like all throughout our entire lives, you've had very controversial. You like being controversial. I don't like controversy. I just don't back down when I feel I'm right about yeah. something. That's, and that's I'm why. not afraid of offending people. Like that's... this podcast started because you and me had the biggest fight of our lives on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Over about, an opinion. About, about you saying that cops were objectively worth more than, than other people. Citizens. Oh, yeah. This is the this is the succinct take. When it comes to a society, different people based on their operation slash jobs inside that society have different objective worth. And I came to the ruling that high level doctors are worth the most. And I was saying that police are worth more than some average Joe 
and that was the one Derek got mad at. And then we like talked Super about mad. it for hours at, and at, neither of us moved. And so it was just like every other Dale and Derek fight. And then we kept doing that for 226 yeah. episodes. And here we are today. <laughs> and we keep bringing it up. Um, so yeah, I was, so when I was canceled over the fucking stupid bean dad thing, I was like, it took me a while. I was like, oh my God, like my Twitter, my Twitter people mean so much to me. And this like hit me so hard. And then it like, uh, time went by and I was just like, you know what? I got like my friends, I got my family, I got like my people and Mm -hmm. fuck everyone else. And the thing I regret most is that I didn't fight more about (laughs) like i honestly if i could go back because i backed down a lot and i was like i'm sorry i'm trying to learn about myself and like maybe i would have argued a little differently or not as aggressively but like the people i was arguing with are fucking unhinged and those are those are the same people that canceled you today Yeah, i was gonna say funny coincidence funny degrees of separation on one of the people that we were arguing with is zero because it was the same Person. It was all, it was the same. It was, uh, two, two of the people were the same, the very yeah. same people. I don't know if we want to name names, but we, they blocked no, me. Won't. So I feel like they did me a favor, but on the other hand, I was surprised that I was still being followed by these two people. Yeah. True. Like after me, they me canceled, well. after bean dad happened, it's no secret that you and me are very like, even someone on Twitter was like, you guys used to have the same views. I was like, what are you talking about? used to. I don't think we've ever, you have awful views and mine are great. The best views. Like a lot of the things we see. You don't even like Joe Rogan. How right could you be on anything? Well, that's the thing. I would say that like, I am like, I'm a lot more left wing or left leaning than you are. You're more like Mm. in some ways. I don't know. Probably Mm. not others. Didn't you announced you were libertarian like two years ago yeah but i'm like left leaning <laughs> libertarian and that that'll lead into like our drag queen discussion but like <laughs> um the people who cancel it's like weird how the people who spend the most time on twitter are also the people who will like fly into an outrage at the slightest provocation and oh Dale, yeah. where, where'd you go oh fuck where'd oh, you go shit oh fuck. sorry Oh, um, I was just anyways. I was just trying to pull up a filter to make me look less pink, but I was trying to do it secretly by hiding yourself. You definitely <laughs> made fucking, yourself fucking less up. pink. Um, Where is? This? So, do you want to get into why you were can? Yeah, Can let's I talk also about say how Dale was kettle. The initial comment you made was hilarious and awesome. Well, so you made a reference to the movie Cuties, and I'm oh no, like, that that wasn't my original reference. Oh, what was your original? One? My original reference was the person in question with zero degrees of separation between you and me said something to the effect of people shouldn't be upset about drag queen activities. They should instead be upset about or you shouldn't be upset about drag queen activities. You should be upset about gun control in schools and stuff and then i posted what if i don't want my kid to be shot or taught how to twerk by a guy in a thong because i I didn't know that it was about specifically drag queen story hour because like me i didn't read through the entire fucking thread i just saw letting your mouth get you into (laughs) trouble when your eyes can't catch up because and then people are like that's never happened in the history of life and i was like "Mm," i didn't say this but i was like uh I'm pretty sure you, and that's the problem with these left. They keep saying stuff like that's never happened once ever in the history of time. And it's like, I've seen, 
there's video on the internet. You're a there fucking is idiot. video on the internet. Like, <laughs> like okay. there is video of a drag queen tweaking right in front of little kids. Well, you, so you did, um, you did go on to say that like you're fine with drag queen story hour. Like that's not what the issue is here. The issue. No, my is... issue is the sexualization. Like if they're just drag queens dressed up, but there has been instances of drag queens like, and. I think what happened was drag queens were just like, we're going to have story hour because I want to dress like a beautiful woman and read story and be a princess and read stories. That's fine. But then somewhere along the line, all the right-handed idiots got super offended. So naturally people who I can relate to this, they just want to poke the bear. So they started twerking as a joke and then it just blew up even further. Well, so like, here, here's what happened. And, and this is totally like a byproduct of the culture war. And you have these extremists on both sides. Is like, there's Drag Queen Story Hour, which yeah. is like, which is fine. I think it's fucking cool that they do that. I love that they get to normalize just like, hey, you can be comfortable in your own skin. You can like play dress up. You can do whatever you want to do. This is an acceptable lifestyle. Like that is shit that kids need to learn. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great avenue for them to learn it. And then you had the extremists on the right who are like, oh, fuck, they're fucking grooming children and they're trying to fuck children and all these fucking sick weirdos are, are doing this shit. And like, that's bizarre. And then you have the extremist re reaction on the left, which is like, fuck you. If you don't, if you don't take your kid to like actual drag shows, like drag shows at adult only venues, you are a bigot and a homophobe. And we're going to fucking round everyone up at gunpoint and make them watch drag shows. Because if you don't, you are intolerant and that's unacceptable. And it's like in the middle, which is the biggest area, mm -hmm. I would say encompassing like 95 not 90 percent of people the same percentage of people who didn't you you boo were right elon, with 95 who didn't boo elon at the <laughs> the fucking whatever Dave we're not talking about we're elon, not talking Jared. about elon um <laughs> are, are these people who are like like you and me and yeah. their parents and they ultimately we all just want to like for the most part we all just want to like raise healthy kids and keep our kids safe and like make sure our kids grow up as decent human beings. Yeah. And, and oh, I have two, two goals for being a parent. One, go. my girl doesn't turn into a serial killer. Yeah. And two, she doesn't get molested. Those are my only two goals. I will say if she did become a serial killer, the bar for female serial killer notoriety is mm -hmm. pretty low because there've been so few of them. So yeah, even like if she basically, does. Basically there's Eileen Warren Ross. Did we talk about this already? Eileen Warren Ross. I feel like we did. We talked about this a couple episodes ago, didn't we? We didn't talk about it on the podcast, I don't think. Didn't we talk about it out, oh. like in IRL? We talked I, about it in in it's real all life. A blur. But yeah, <laughs> like there's there's no no like there's that one like Florence Nightingale woman who killed like 800 people in the 1800s. Yeah, the nurse. They or don't really whatever, know right? that that doesn't count. That's not a serial killer. That's just like anyway. Sorry, I interrupted you. Uh oh yeah. So you have all these parents mm. who who just want to like raise their kids, right? And they're all wrestling with like, because we are in a very like, it's a very interesting time to fucking be a parent because you have all these new like societal elements that we mm -hmm. we've never had to really contend with before. Like back in the 70s, unless you were in Rocky Horror Picture Show, 
<laughs> if you yeah. were transgender, you you probably like led a very closeted life and only did it in your own home or like around like in your own bedroom, even like yeah. hiding it from your own wife or kids a lot of the time or husband. Yeah, or like whoever. you had a secret life. Yeah. So like this is like totally uncharted shit for parents. So like I want mm -hmm. to raise my kids to be tolerant and accepting, but I also don't want to expose them to shit that is like not appropriate. Cause like there, there are things that you just don't need to expose kids to yet. Yeah. And so, like, drag shows or, the, like, drag like drag story time, whatever. I'll fucking, I'll take my kids to those and mm. that's fine. But, like, places with overtly sexual themes. Yeah. Which some drag shows do. Mm. Is, like, I don't know that I would take my kid to one of those. And if I say... I don't know that I would take my kid to one of those. I don't need a bunch of fucking childless idiots screaming at me from the rafters, <laughs> being like, you're a fucking bigot. You're a homophobe. I, I need, like, we all need to treat this with, like, the nuance that it deserves because nobody has any fucking idea how to approach this shit. And we're all just kind of trying to figure it out as we go. Yeah, like, for me, like you said, I don't want, like, I'm not in a, I'm not a parent yet, but I think we're like six months along. We're going to be doing You're March. basically. So you're I'm just, I'm just getting my dad rage riled up on and like kind of figuring out how I'm going to raise a girl, which is scary because basically if anybody touches my little girl, I'm going to jail. Cause you're going to fucking them. pop off. Yeah, That's absolutely. It. But it's like on, you know, on Twitter, this is after the initial thing I said, Someone called me a transphobe and I said, well, no, because it's not just drag queens. I would never take my daughter to a burlesque show. I wouldn't take her to ex exceptionally feisty belly dancing shows. I wouldn't go to the strippers. I wouldn't go anywhere where it's overtly sexual because mostly I don't want to have the conversation with like my daughter until she's hit puberty about what sex is or what she has to look out. Well, I guess you should guard them for like what to look out for and stuff but then i also said i'm not a transphobe because drag queens aren't trans because if they were we would just call them women and i feel like that was a nice cheap shot of overly left um thinking to i mean yeah one thing i have a problem with is like the problem with there's always a problem when you're arguing with either the, the like left idiots or the right idiots, the right idiots just go, they're destroying our society. They're coming for our kids. They're groomers. Hell's on earth. It's happening. Whereas the left, they just go to extremes. They're like, like one guy was like, it's like going to the zoo. And then if an ostrich pecks your kid, it's like saying that all the ostriches want to kill your kids. And I was like, well, no, what you're saying is like denying that an ostrich ever pecked a kid and if you say they didn't then you've never been to the zoo but it's like everybody's uh, the left it's so infuriating because they're like there's nothing happening at these drag shows and stuff it's like yeah well nothing used to be happening in the churches even even if uh, there's always shit happening in like the churches. Even we, if, we used to be able to trust all the ministers in the catholic church even i'm not gonna if, let my kid go hang out with a minister by herself even if there's nothing happening at drag shows, every fucking parent has the right to determine how fucking comfortable they are and what mm. they want to expose their child to. It doesn't fucking matter if there's nothing happening. It doesn't matter if a parent is not comfortable with it. Fuck off. 
your your opinion point. is not the rule of law and like there's a vast difference between like i'm not comfortable with this so i'm not going to expose my child to it and i'm not comfortable with this so i'm going to show up at a drag queen story hour and fucking scream about how these people are groomers and like tote guns around like that yeah. shit is not okay but that's like i so i i got i i like i took off my fucking I came out of retirement for Twitter arguing <laughs> just to like wade into the fray and defend, defend my friend Dale. Nice. And, and thank you, by the way. Well, fuck. Like people are so fucking dumb. And like a lot of the argument was like this kind of rhetoric is getting people killed. And they were referencing that like gay club shooting that just happened. And I'm like, this rhetoric is not the rhetoric that's getting people killed. This rhetoric is what fucking 90 percent of co- parents in the Western world are grappling yeah. with right now. This the rhetoric of like, is this okay? Where's the line? What do I want my child exposed to? That that isn't getting anyone killed. The rhetoric that's getting people killed is the fucking like weird like yeah these the people extre- are all groomers. extremism that, yeah the ex- extra <laughs> extreme extremism 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 but it's like but like there's not and that's my like major problem with the left is mm. that they cannot differentiate between like the nuanced. I don't know how comfortable I am with this. I don't know what I would expose my child to. And the like hard line fucking let's, you know, kill all drag queens and light them on fire in like yeah. public effigy in the streets. Like there are, there is a fucking world of difference between those things and anything, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't need to like, if someone buys a Tesla, they're not a fucking fascist who you know, wants to fucking instill Elon Musk. Fuck. If someone buys a Kanye West, if someone buys a pair of Yeezys, they don't fucking love Kanye West and hate Jewish people. They just well, like actually the fucking... now they just love Adidas because Adidas took the sure. brand from Kanye. Anyway, sorry, sorry, to but like, the there's. I'm just saying, like, fucking, like, yeah, people no. need to like. Yeah, people, people need, to, need to chill out. Yeah. And it's like everybody treats it like you're fence sitting if you're not one extreme to the other when the fence is actually a mile wide and it's just an open, sunshiny meadow and you can be happy there. You don't have to be way to the left or way to the right. Like you can live in the middle without everything turning into a metaphor of like the left is like, oh, the right are going to kill people and the right is like, they're going to kill our kids. And it's just everything just boils down to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and the weird thing is at both times, anytime anyone is extreme on the right or left, it's because their parents were toxic and the kid, the guy, the people are either fighting against their dad's toxic views or embracing them. Yeah. It's never, never, nobody's ever just like, Oh, I feel like I on my own, out of nowhere, I'm going to be extremely toxic in my political views. They're always like, well, the person I respected did this, or the person I very much disrespected did the opposite. Well, I think that's like, yeah, that's ultimately we become either we become like a carbon copy of our parent, or we become like the mirror mirror reflection, or like Mm -hmm. polar opposite um in response to how we were raised so um you know it's just like i'm fucking i almost like i almost and i've been on the fence for so long i think i'm gonna do it like i'm just gonna fucking quit twitter and like delete my account and delete everything because i'm just like i mean 
Twitter seems like, even though we're not talking about Elon Musk, like some of the stuff in the pipeline, like he said, he's going to bring the Twitter or the character count up to 2000 and Twitter's just going to be hell on earth. If the character count is 2000, like if everybody's making 2000 letter posts, I'm out. That's just going to be like wandering into like Facebook. And nobody wants that. Nobody's on Facebook because of Twitter, but it's all maybe, maybe with like 2000 words, we can just fucking, we will actually be able to explain our. The problem is we don't, we don't, it's not that we don't have enough character count to explain. It's that we don't have time. Like this whole thing happened when I was at work and I was just checking my phone every like 20 minutes to see what's up. And then all this shit happened and I was like, fuck. And then I can't argue with people. And then it's like an hour later and I see all these replies. I was like, man, I'm not, I'm just not going to reply because <laughs> I fucking missed the window and now it's too late. Well, and the funniest thing, I mean, don't fucking argue with the people. Cause then they'll be like, oh, oh, you argued with me. You're an extra big piece of shit. <laughs> I'm going to fucking cancel you twice as hard. Nobody yeah, argues that- with me. That definitely happened. They're like, Dale's a piece of shit and a homophobe. And you know what? The weird thing is I can't get canceled because I'm a fucking welder. And if somebody called up my boss and they're like, Dale's a homophobe, like hate monger bigot, they'd be like, oh, good. Maybe he'll stop scream fighting with the openly racist people he works with. And we won't have to listen to him anymore. He's a homophobe. We're giving him a raise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll be awesome. Now he doesn't have to explain to his fucking foreman why having Aunt Jemima on the label of syrup reminds people of when they were objects to be owned. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a conversation I had to have. And that's the thing that pissed me off the most. The most is that these people who are trying to cancel me or whatever, they're not on the front lines of bigotry. They're not actually having arguments with actual racists and actual fucking boomers who don't get it no i'm in the fucking trenches i'm out there shedding blood i'm having scream fights with a guy who tells me that i we shouldn't be talking about the fucking residential schools because it was so long ago that it doesn't matter or that the skin i wear is white so i should prove my allegiance by not arguing about that stuff like these are actual conversations i'm having with actual racists. Jesus Christ. Well, it's also, it's doubly funny because I was like, you regularly, like you were perpetually bullied in high school because you would do shit like wear dresses and paint your nails and wear eyeliner. And like, you were like the original transgender person. Yeah. Back before it was a thing. And people were like, uh, you know, people call you the F word all the time. Mm -hmm. They would like, and I'm like, fucking Dale, like, you did more to, like, open my eye, mind to that <laughs> shit than, like, anyone ever has. So I'm like, these people are fucking morons. And all mm-hmm. they do is they, like, go on Twitter and they clutch their pearls when someone has the gall to disagree with them yeah. about something. And uh, it's fucking stupid. Get offline. Yeah, exactly. The Fuckers. funny thing was my brother, he went to um, a wedding of a cousin out in Saskatchewan. And he said it was the first time that one of my uncles didn't ask if I was still gay. (laughs) Since the pregnancy announcement? (laughs) Yeah, I I was like, oh, the pregnancy announcement might have helped. But uh, 25 years ago, 
I visited them. I stayed with them. And then I went to a Marilyn Manson concert and I wore nail polish and makeup. And ever since then, I've just been the gay cousin. Went to a Marilyn Manson concert, eh? Right? That's, uh... Yeah, that's problematic now for unsexual orientation reasons. Yeah. Now it's problematic because of the fucking Me Too movement. And Marilyn Manson is actually a piece of shit with, for... And this it's it's almost funny because it's like um it's like the boomers were complaining about Marilyn Manson being a piece of shit, and then everybody had to defend him, and they're like, You just think he's a piece of shit because you think he's Satanist and he's not. And then he turns out to be a piece of shit for completely different reasons. And now the left is like, he's a piece of shit because he's beat to women and all that stuff. And it's yeah. like the he, boomers well, are just like, mm-hmm. Yeah, validated because he yeah. uh, was a notorious abuser of women. They're like, it took twenty five years, but we're right. And maybe that's maybe that's the circle of life. Maybe everyone who you think, who your parents think was shitty, God. will actually, and it'll be the same for our kids. That's how you know you're living in a simulation, and it's simulated hell. Is twenty five <laughs> years later on the dot, everything your parents said to you turns out to be true. true. Yeah, yeah, that, and then that would gonna, be my hell. Like tomorrow, we're gonna see a news article that Marilyn Manson did take his own ribs out so he could suck his own dick. I I, I will die <laughs> believing that was true. One hundred percent. Do you want to pivot? I was gonna fucking like. I'm like, oh, that's a good segue to this thing. But then I'm like, this is a focus on the family blog. What is is Strange Worlds too gay? The Strange Worlds too gay. This is for focus on the family. No, no shit. They they're gonna think that's, it's too gay. That's only one of the things that. But it's it's like no common nomenclature that Strange Worlds bombed because there was a gay couple in it, and it's I like it's not like true. we don't know if that's true, but it is Disney. And Disney usually is gangbusters. In this movie, I just pulled up the box office mojo. And this movie's only made $30 million gross. I don't even know what the budget was for it. That seems like a large sum of money. $30 million? Dude, it costs... If someone came up to you right now and they were like, Hey, Dale, you want $30 million? Would you be like... That's Um, fucking chump change. Yeah, wait. I'm Googling the budget right now. I don't need that. Um, here, let me tell you how much. Okay. It grossed, not net, it grossed $30 million. Okay. It is set to be Disney's biggest animated bomb in 20 years. Okay. I don't know what bomb 20 years ago. And guess how much it was reportedly cost to make? Uh... 40 million dollars 135 holy fuck so it's still as we speak 105 million dollars in the hole this has nothing to do with a fucking gay character come on or no i don't know i think i'm thinking maybe it's too weird for people like it's really sci. like i wanted to see it because it's like extra sci-fi ish and it's like i think it's like hollow earth theory thing where it's like, remember Journey to the Center of the Earth with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and the kid from Hunger Games? Yeah. It's got a real feel like that movie. And I don't think that movie did too well. 
No, I mean, they're not all going to be fucking hits, right? Like, what? Yeah. And, like, you know, that whole go woke, go broke thing. Like, I'm not saying this movie's doing bad because there's a gay couple in it. But the fucking right-wing idiots that we were talking about before, they can't stop bringing that up. Yeah. And they they wouldn't. And, like, here's the way I think all movies are going to go in the not-so-distant future. It's like, you're either going to have a gay character mm-hmm. or a black character or a transgender character or a woman yeah. character. And, <laughs> and the right will accuse you, or I shouldn't say the right, because there are people on the right who are not like fully bought into that culture war fucking yeah. bullshit. Right. Everybody like, knows you. Like it's when you say the left, you don't, you're not talking about me and you who are politically left leaning. Politi- yeah. We're talking about the extremes on either the side. Left. The like the people who I was I just like googled this movie and I'm reading through the reviews, yeah, and they're all five star or one star, and all and these are the people I'm talking about. The five yeah. stars are all like, this is the fucking best Disney movie ever made. It's so fucking inclusive. It made me want to fucking go out and fuck a man. And then the <laughs> inverse is like. Fuck, Disney is shitting on families and fucking coming in the face of God. And this movie is a fucking <laughs> affront to humanity and should not be allowed to. And like, there are people on either side of the mm-hmm. political spectrum who are taking the time out of their day to go write a fucking review about a movie they probably haven't seen just based on the fact that there is a gay character in it. It's fucking, it's fucking not, this is gonna be the most boomer thing I've ever said, but like, what the fuck is going on with the world right now? <laughs> like, I just don't get it anymore, man. Why does everything have to be like this? Jesus Christ. Do you want to, total aside, speaking of other kids' movies, do you want to hear my favorite little piece of knowledge from this year's domestic and box uh, office? Yes. Uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru made 369,500,000. The can... Batman with Robin Pattinson made 369,345,000. Wait. So, Minions The beat. Rise of Gru made $150,000 more than The Batman. <laughs> Jesus fuck. That movie I... that everybody says was the best Batman since the last time the best Batman came out made less money than Minions. I will say anecdotally, I did go and see Minions. You came and saw that with us, Yeah, right? we saw it together in, with in Noah. The theater. I did see yeah. Minions in the theater. I did not see Batman in the theater. Mm. I'm I'm good part call. of that $150,000. No, that's <laughs> good too, buddy. call. Because I, I, <laughs> I didn't like, see the Batman in theaters either. I watched yeah. it at home. You know? Yeah. The things and you we know, do. The best part about this is, is weird esoteric cartoons are failing, dramas are failing. They're not making their money back. But one thing that I've always said I loved: superhero movies and dumb action movies are back on top. Maverick, Top Gun, Maverick made seven hundred and eighteen million dollars, five hundred seventy-six thousand. Holy shit! Doctor Strange, which is arguably one of the wor- lower Marvel movies made four hundred and eleven million. Yeah, he's the least cool of the Marvel yeah. superheroes. I feel. Oh, Jurassic World did pretty good. 
Yeah, it made three hundred seventy-six million. Uh, where's here? The biggest surprising one for me. Oh wait, Top Gun, no, Doctor Strange, Did Spider-Man: No Way Home just come out, or is that last Classic year? One. No, that was last year. The one that's coming out. Did you see the trailer that just dropped for the uh, the next? Uh, into the Spider-Verse or across the oh, Spider-Verse no, or whatever. I oh, didn't. fuck, it looks dope. Okay. Anyway. Nice. Sonic oh. the Hedgehog 2 was the 10th highest grossing film domestically. <laughs> Isn't last... that awesome? 190 million. Higher than Elvis. Higher than... Uh, Black Adam. Nope. Higher than Black Adam. Higher than... Uncharted. Here? Uncharted? Dude... I was... I haven't seen Sonic 2, but I actually really like Sonic 1. Have you watched it with Noah? Yes, repeatedly. Oh, I, <laughs> I have an eight-year-old. Of course I've watched it. Damn. I said I bet he liked it, and he <laughs> definitely did, didn't he? he? He did, yeah. He loved it. Dude, I think in two years, Noah's fanage of movies and my interest in movies are going to be directly on level. Yep. Because That's... I love fucking cheesy sci-fi that's also the, like the best part of like having a fucking kid is that you get to like you're like oh that kid's movie looks kind of dope but i can't go see it as a grown-up or a bunch of weird right-wingers outside the movie theater will yeah. call me a groomer so i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna go see it with my child and use that as a pretense to uh to watch it no shame in that I hope my girl likes superhero movies because she's going to see them all. Because that's actually one of the only movies that me and Andrea like, too, is she loves fucking Marvel movies. Yeah, which was because... the most surprising thing to learn about Andrea because she does not seem like a Marvel person. Yeah, and the funny thing all. is it's because there's no blood in them and there's a love story and there's, like, enough action for me. She also really loved Aquaman because that fucking dude is such a rocket. And I oh, can't Jason, even blame her. Uh, yeah. You can't. I'm horny for that, dude. Dude, the only thing I'm pissed off about is that Aquaman 2 isn't going to have Amber Heard in it because when she was drooling over Jason Momoa, I was drooling over Amber Heard. Did she get canceled because of the Didn't whole she? Johnny Depp thing? I could have sworn she got shit canned right out of there. Amber Heard Aquaman 2 replaced. Oh, wait. Three days ago. Really? Three days ago? This is fucking coincidentally breaking, timely. Breaking news. It looks like Amber Heard's Mira, Mara, Mira, Mara, yeah. Mira. Ma yeah, Mira, Mira, Mira. Is it Mara? done with the DCU yet and will still be showing up in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom? Heard's name has been all over the news, blah, blah, blah. This led to several rumors that Warner Brothers had chosen to completely nix Heard's role despite her having already filmed content. Oh, wait. So it might not be. So she's not cut. Oh, uh, they're probably just going to cut her part back. But uh, Walsh confirmed that Mirror's role in the sequel, which is rumored to embody about 20 minutes of screen time, hasn't been reduced or shortened at all. Oh. They're not cutting her. She remains they're throughout like, the film. She's too hot. We don't care. We're going to blame James Gunn. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's his fault. Hey, nice segue. Do you want to jump into that? Yeah, let's talk about that. Even though I was going to research more about James Gunn's role at dc universe what's dc's called because it's He's marvel cinematic universe what's dcu DC's... just the oh. isn't it the D, D, D wait it can't be the d the dccu the dc cinematic 
universe. The yeah. DC CU. Um oh, wait, DC lo- Studios. Stu Studios, DC Studios. I yeah. love that. Cause like James Gunn is fucking dope as hell. Yeah, man. I and am fucking all on board. Everything he's done has been fucking awesome. Did you ever watch um Slither? I watched that with you. No, Slither was dope. Um fucking the one about the kid like superman who like murders people and oh shit. brightburn brightburn i also did fucking dope was oh, that dude, one of his so good yeah James i don't Gunn. know i was like i don't know if i want to handle like a kid killing people it yeah. seems seems like groomer material <laughs> what no it's the opposite <laughs> of groomer if you watch that you're you're staunchly anti-groomer because you're like fuck yeah kids should be allowed to kill yeah well, this kid doesn't just kill people who wrong him. He kills everyone because he's a villain. Spoiler Spoil alert. Spoil it for me. Do they kill him in the end or do they just like, does he turn good? Watch it. No. Why is he? I'm not going to watch it. Just tell watch me. it. No. They don't kill him. He like gets, he escapes. He kills like his whole family and then mm. gets away. Why does he kill his family? Just like. And that, cause, well, because he finds out that he's like, because it's like the Superman origin story where it's like. Yeah. A spaceship crashes, and this like um, infertile couple finds him, and they're so stoked, and they get to raise him uh, as their own. And then he ends up like murdering a bunch of people, but then he also murders him. And then like the end credits of the movie mm-hmm. are uh, set over this like montage of news clips saying this fucking like kid superhero has gone fucking crazy and is like murdering people all over the globe and shit it's fucking it's it's so good I that sounds terrible it so just at the end he's just killing people and they're like that's the end of the story yeah it's bad ending. Fucking, no that's an awesome ending um so james gunn is dope and then i also love that uh like mike cernovich and all those fucking right-wing idiots who successfully got james gunn fired yeah for what one movie was it even for a whole movie or was he no because he came back for he came back for it right yeah because that was uh guardians of the galaxy 2 right so he was fired from whatever uh guardians of the galaxy 2 for making twitter distasteful twitter jokes it was the third guardians movie okay but he he came back for it yeah in 2018 he was removed after decade-old controversial and offensive tweets came up yeah. And then he was returned. And then he was returned. And now he's like heading up a major film studio that makes tons of fucking money. So uh, let this be. I want the lesson here to be to corporations that if a bunch of fucking dumb idiots launch a campaign to get someone fired based on shit they tweeted a decade ago that was clearly yeah. in jest, tell them to fuck off. You don't, we don't have to keep bending over backwards to appease the worst people on Twitter. Dude, the funniest thing about this whole thing was in 2018, Mike Cernovich got James Gunn canceled because he was like, he had decade old tweets that were trivializing rape and violence. Um, Wait, what were they? Oh, trivializing rape and pedophilia, and they resurfaced online. Now, fast forward to 2022, the right wing is not going to cancel him for that, and it'll be the left wing that would fire cancel that him That cancels him for it, yeah. But they, and it's funny because it's like now that James Gunn, it's like that double jeopardy movie with uh, the that hot Judd girl. 
It's Ash, you Ash, can't, Ash, yeah, Ash. you can't get convicted for murder twice. Now that he's been canceled by the right, the left can't cancel him for the same thing because then they would just be admitting that they're just as bad as the right wing people for canceling him for these decade old tweets. So now he just gets to like skate through. He's like had his record expunged, which I'm not a fan of these tweets. I can't remember what they were because they're a decade old and I read them four years ago when this all happened, which I can't believe that was four years ago. But like, could you imagine a world without fucking the Peacemaker show? And I haven't watched the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but I'm sure it's going to be just as good as the first two. Yeah, they've all been good. Peacemaker was like probably... We should do another like pop culture roundtable where we just like rank our favorite shit from the past oh, year. Oh yeah, dude. Because like I would probably put Pe- like Peacemaker is is an easy top three and possible top one for me. Yeah. Like I just fucking was that this year that Peacemaker came out? Yeah. It, it was, was, right? Yeah, it's gotta be right up there for like superhero shows like that. The only thing I can think of that I like more as a superhero show is probably the boys yeah i don't even think like i fucking love the boys and peacemaker was better than the boys for me i think yeah it was yeah mostly because john cena is so fucking lovable he's amazing compared to the people in the boys yeah yeah fucking what's his randy quaid's uh fucking son or is that who that was? Yeah, Huey, the like main dude. Oh, is like now that you mentioned it, he's totally Randy Quaid's son. Yeah, he looks fucking like a little baby oh Quaid. Oh my god, that's true. Oh, and the fucking Invincible was this year, wasn't it? Oh yeah, fuck, that was good too. Damn, yeah, dude. When are they dropping a second? Oh wait, I actually think Invincible was last year because I think I remember watching it when I was fucked up with uh, my spinal injury. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, Invincible show. Invincible. Did you see? Uh, we're just gonna talk about pop culture for the rest of the. Yeah, dude. Episode. That's all people care about. Yeah, We're not here really. to fucking learn. Um, I was just trying to find before we move on from this James Gunn thing. I'm just looking up. So he's not. He's not the chair of DC Studios. He's co-chair and co-CEO of dc studios um alongside producer and longtime warner brothers contributor peter safran i don't, don't know, who that is. know who that is you know what you tell me what you are gonna actually don't because i don't want to move on i'm just gonna quickly imdb peter safran so we could see which warner brothers properties he's responsible for and let's see producer oh he produced suicide squad ah that's ah. nice oh, he ah. doesn't even have a picture ah um, i mean that's what i really wanted to know is what he fucking uh looks like yeah that's all that counts oh flatliners the remake in 2017 hey did you see that i, I did not that. see that Flatliners. oh he was a producer on aquaman remake. there you go um oh he was a executive producer of peacemaker suicide squad conjuring valley of the gods yeah but do we count producer because that just means gave them money okay he was okay i think he's only done producing 
So I'm just going to go quickly try to run through. Oh, he produced Shazam, Aquaman, Annabelle Comes Home, uh, Suicide Squad, The Nun. <laughs> oh, he did those Annabelle guy? movies. Um, I think that was a character from the Annabelle movies. It was like a spinoff. I'm not sure. I'm not a huge horror guy. And if there's any horror fans out there that are listening to this, I'm sorry. Oh, you did The Conjuring 2? Produced still, sorry. Summer Camp, I already said that. Annabelle. Uh, Best Night Ever. I think that was a good movie. I think that was a comedy. What was that? Best Night Ever. 2013? Yes. Four young women have a series of wild and raucous adventures during a bachelorette party. So this is basically like uh, The Hangover, but for women? Yeah. Got it. All right. And then it's all a bunch of like little TV I've never heard of before that. Yeah, I'm down with that. Like the guy who produced Suicide Squad, Shazam, Aquaman, a bunch of cheesy horror movies I didn't watch, and James Gunn making DC movies. I'm fucking pumped. I'm down. I hope they just like uh, make everything, like give everything that James Gunn vibe, right? Yeah. That's... Like they just give it the humor slash violence slash action. I'm down. It'll be Wait. like, what? Uh, I was going to be like, what the fuck were we talking about? That's uh... that you wanted to move on from James Gunn. I can't remember. No, it was. Uh... Oh, Invincible season two. There are no, uh, no updates. Oh, sucks. Uh... Yeah. Oh, like, uh, they're making it. It's just a question. Of one of the things that happened under the new DC uh, studios taking a different turn is we already talked about the Batwoman movie getting shit canned. It was like fully complete, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're not doing that." It was like a hundred million or something. Uh, Wonder Woman three has been canceled. Well, they didn't cancel Wonder Woman three, but they're not going with the director writer anymore. So that would be dope if that was like the first movie that James Gunn is like got his like art director fingers slash producer fingers in would be Wonder Woman. Right. Well, I think that would I'm not saying like that's the one I want the most. I'm just thinking that's the most likely because that's the next on the schedule unless they start going for. Did you see Black Adam? No. Oh, I neither did I. We should have because that looked good. Because they introduced like Doctor Fate, like Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate, and that, and then they have Hawkman. So I imagine with this new DC Studios, they're probably going to expand that universe and like get like a Hawkman movie, maybe a Doctor Fate movie, more Shazam movies. I don't know who any of these characters are. You watched Shazam? All right, I did. Yeah, that. Because um, Black Adam is in the sh- is like the sh- the guy who was Shazam before Shazam was, but then he went bad. It was uh, that makes sense. Set entirely in Philly. Hmm. Yeah. What was that thing you wanted to bring up that I cut you off? I don't know. Don't know at all. No. It was something like pop culture. Yeah. That's why I want to know what it was. But I don't. Pop culture. Pop culture. How do you like? I was ta- I was talking to you about going to Black Adam, and the reason I didn't was because it's like now I think about going to movie theaters, and I'm just like, yeah. What? Like, I you don't just know. 
what COVID like permanently ruined movie yeah, theaters COVID, for you or what? Not even movie theaters, like going to live shows, going to movie theaters, going to just going to events. I'm just like, ah, seems like a lot of effort. Oh, did like, you I see? Just, aged 20 years over covid this is probably something that we could talk about off of the podcast but uh the uh uh mad caddies are uh are oh, coming shit. to vancouver if, if speaking of like going to shows and not being oh. a fucking old ass hermit who just fucking wastes away in your own home oh but i like uh, wasting away in my own home yeah, but you also like ska Nobody music, Dale. Me you also like ska music. That's true. The best thing about Mad Caddies is I they were like my fucking favorite band for six months in like 2003. And I'll be like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go see Mad Caddies. Meanwhile, there's like 12 albums probably that have come out <laughs> since <laughs> That you then. have like no idea what. Uh... I'll be like, I love Mad Caddies. And then people will be like, there's literally 150 songs you've like as heard. long as they fucking play monkeys that's that's oh, yeah. all you need that <laughs> one song i do love that song <laughs> uh okay hey should we wrap it up because i got a baby i gotta be a tight hour tight hour yeah and dale's a huge fan of the tight hour that dale's uh, I, bet, I bet she is yeah dale's dale's got to go commit some hate crimes against uh <laughs> against homosexuals and transgender yeah. people go so fucking we gotta get more people mad at me on the internet i think i don't know like it was like it was funny because they instantly blocked me i was like oh that's actually kind of refreshing no it's awesome like i wish <laughs> more people like fucking like argued that way because it's just mm. like you're like, okay, this discussion is over. I don't have to say anything else to you. You don't have to say anything else to me. We're just never going to interact for the rest of our lives. And everyone's yeah. happier because of it. Yeah, it's just like, I will literally never see you if I don't see you on Twitter for most yeah. of these people. Because they're remnants of like 10 years ago when I used to go out to like bars and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, guys, the silent treatment doesn't work on social media. We just forget and move that on people, yeah like that's and like honestly that is the one benefit of like transactional social media friendships is like well if they disappear are are you losing anything is are you not going to have your best man at your wedding anymore because somebody fucking blocked you at twitter are you Could not you going imagine? to are you not going to fucking um uh, well that when that one shit had uh fucking I did lose a podcast as a result of that, but yeah, as, but you'll the, the never far block inferior. Me. Yeah. No, if I was going to block you at our 25 year friendship, it would have been before this year. Yeah. For anything. Although given the way these <laughs> bad, it'll be for like the most innocuous thing. I'll just be like, yeah. I don't like cows. And you'll be like, fuck you. I grew like, up on what? a dairy farm. And, like, the only reason, it won't be, like, I blocked you and I actively, like, removed you from my life. It would just be, like, I don't know. I feel, I just kind of feel like I'm not the right thing. <laughs> and then I'll just turn into, like, two months later. I'll be, like, oh, I haven't, I'm, I haven't I'm done not anything gonna, in two months. I'm not going to go to Mad Caddies. I'm not going to go to Mad Caddies. <laughs> fuck Derek and fuck Mad Caddies. <laughs> oh, one thing we should talk about because it's timely and we don't even really have to get that deep into it. Let's but, do it. The biggest trade in WNBA history, Brittany Griner for, oh, for the Merchant of Death. Here's like, 
Yeah? I got opinions. Do you? Can I give you my succinct, quick opinion before yeah. we get on Derek Soapbox? I just want to say I got to give it to the Democrats. They are warmongering at such a more efficient rate than the fucking Republicans ever did. The Republicans are like, we got to start all these wars and we got to send our boys over there to fuck them up. Whereas the Democrats are like, we're going to take taxpayer money. We're going to pay homegrown weapons manufacturers to make weapons. And then we're going to send those weapons overseas and let someone else fight our war. You don't actually have to fight at all. Yeah. It's like, it's amazing because they're still taking all the taxpayer money. They're still giving it to their weapons manufacturing friends, but they're not losing sleep because nobody's sons are dying. It's just other people's sons from a different country that are fighting the proxy war for them. And it's like, oh, the wars in Ukraine's kind of slowing down. Winter's coming. Nobody wants to fight. Oh, we should start talk soon. I know. Let's send the merchant of death back to Russia. Maybe that'll fucking kick the hornet's nest a bit. Well, that's and- like... Yeah, sorry, go. Uh, no, go. Fin- finish. I was going to say, and the people will fucking love us because we got a WNBA player A WNBA back. star. Like, there were so many people who were so fucking mad about that that were like, oh, like, number one, there were like two schools of thought. They were like, oh, we're just going to fucking send this, like, Russian arms dealer back into the the wild so that they could like profit off of people dying and the second was like <laughs> oh there's there's a marine being held in russian prison and we couldn't have traded the merchant to death for them instead and um now on the first point there are fucking thousands and thousands of executives of boeing and lockheed martin and fucking what's the other one raytheon And uh, that, like, just live in the United States. And every single one of those people is a fucking arms dealer. They sell weapons. They are war profiteers. Whenever there is conflict, they make money off of it. People die using the implements they have created. And no one one gives a fuck. These people Mm -hmm. aren't war criminals in anyone's eyes. They're just fucking corporate corporate men, right? But, like, they're fucking... It's the exact same fucking thing, but this one guy from Russia fucking go like subverts the system and profits off of selling weapons on his own, and that's a fucking outrage. Like, what the fuck? And then the second thing is like, I I don't know about the marine thing. Like, can we yeah, just I, be happy that an American citizen is coming home without fucking yeah. getting all heated about it? And I know there's another thing where people were like another angle of people being upset was there's a fuck ton of people in U.S. jail for fucking drug crimes that aren't really shitty that drug bad. crimes. Yeah, they shouldn't still be there. That's and actually then, a great call, Dale. Yeah, and so- another thing is Brittany Grinder. I heard took hash to fucking Russia. Yeah, which. For people who aren't that big into drugs, hash is like the equivalent of crack to cocaine. So hash from marijuana is like, I don't know, a step up for worseness. Like people fucking hate hash, especially like the people who make rules and laws and stuff. So it was like, I think one of the things was a lot of people had been smuggling dope into Russia and Russia had been like turning their back because they just love fucking basketball players and they wanted to like pay them to watch but the fact that it was hashed they're like all right we kind of gotta do something here and our hands are tied 
Our hands are tied. Um, don't take drugs to foreign countries. It's yeah, no. Like just good in any form. Just don't. Don't even really buy drugs it. there. Just, just don't buy drugs there. You know what? I'm gonna sound like a boomer. Me and Derek are both Derek sober. I'm pretty sober. Don't do drugs. Just don't do drugs in other don't countries. Do drugs. Oh, watch that fucking yeah, movie countries. with Claire Danes, the one where they're in Thailand and they get put in jail forever. Oh yeah, what what was that movie? I don't know. Thai or that one with Vince Vaughn where his fucking Claire friend gets hanged. Danes. What was that one? Broke Down Palace is the first one. Yeah, that's Vince Vaughn drug Vince Vaughn? movie. And his friend like gets hanged because they were selling. I think it was hash in thailand were they both based in thailand R- return to paradise malaysia yeah oh and hash rest in peace oh yeah that was wild right right remember that like everybody was like this is like the craziest thing ever it's like this big conspiracy and then people are like nah we can't be arsed for every person who dies in mysterious consequences or right? circumstances. There's too many. Although I also fucking hate the um there was that guy, the soccer journalist who um Oh the was that the same guy we were talking about ra- with the, the rainbow pride? shirt guy. Yeah. Was we that the him. same guy? We killed him with our hurtful words. We yeah, killed him with our did. criticism. Well um, actually he was also criticizing the Qatar government on their treatment of workers as well as the gay stuff yeah but i still don't think like and he was and there was like an outbreak of like uh covid there or whatever and like his brother went on like a news show saying that he believes his brother was murdered by qatarians or whatever but yeah because that's way more interesting than he died of heart failure (laughs) like yeah just being he like went too fucking hard he was like middle-aged this shit happens all the time and everyone's just like it's a conspiracy the qatari government had him murdered and like yeah dude the qatari government is going to go out of its way to kill a prominent journalist during the biggest world event it's ever held yeah and that's what happened after they detained him and it would be super fucking obvious if they did kill him (laughs) like it's so fucking dumb or it could be like the Khashoggi thing where they like actually killed him. And then they're just like, did you fucking kill that guy? Everybody knows we killed that. What the <laughs> fuck are we going to do? And then it just turns into like a big fucking ordeal. I could like, yeah, if it was just like some fucking idiot, like low level fucking moron that accidentally killed him. Yeah. Uh, when they were just supposed to like scare him a little bit. But uh, what he died like at a soccer game, didn't he? Yeah, he was like sick for a couple days and then a whole bunch of other people got sick too. Yeah. And yeah, it sucks that we're making jokes of it, but I could definitely imagine some guy being like, yeah, we don't have to worry about him no more. I don't know what accent that <laughs> what was. Accent? was. I was going to go for Russian. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I'm not doing Qatari because I would just yeah, look that racist. Was, you can't, you can't and then I was that. like, maybe I should do Russian. I was like, is that also racist to do a Russian accent? Oh, wait, we hate Russians right now because of the war. Be like, we don't have to worry about journalists no more. I took care of it. And they're like, Yuri, what? Why are you still Yuri, doing you a Russian? No, because I decided to do Russian because it's not racist because we're fighting a proxy war against them and we hate them. We hate Russians right now. So I can do my bad Russian accent. That's what you get. You want to fight a proxy war with Russia? Then I get to make the accent. Yeah. 
Okay. Do you think we just lost all of our Russian fans? Yeah, I don't think we have. I think we probably, uh, all the Russian fans we gained when they were like, oh, this guy homophobe, just like us. <laughs> and now they're already gone. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it was like the opposite of shadow banning in Russia. Somebody <laughs> called me a homophobe and it was like, bloop. Yeah, you I get auto-promoted everywhere, yeah. everywhere. I get Twitter blue in Russia just because I said <laughs> hateful stuff. <laughs> like. Wait long enough and that might get you uh, Twitter blue here as well. <laughs> Good All right. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for this wild ride through uh, our minds or whatever. Uh, we sincerely appreciate you taking the time to listen. <laughs> I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter, at least until I delete it, at Herder. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDalebot. I'll probably never delete it because... You like pissing people off. It seems like a big commitment to delete something <laughs> and that's also where we farm like 90 percent of the material yeah. for this podcast uh you can follow us on twitter at outrage factory it's at, actually outrage fact pod at outrage fact pod do you still tweet from that ever i tweet our episodes when i put them up oh nice and then oh, nice bro and then every t- usually i'm like hey we're gonna go live come watch but i totally forgot I mean, I could tweet more. Here, I'll tweet right now. No, I'm not going to tweet right now. You don't tweet was, right now. I was going to tweet. Just tweet right now. How about story hour, eh? <laughs> just fucking <laughs> get everybody to shit can the fucking podcast account. Although, anybody who has a problem with your being dad take or my fucking drag queen take should definitely have a problem with this podcast in general. Because it's just an hour and a bit of our takes. Yeah. Every week. It's an hour and a bit of us having nuanced takes and not just saying the most fucking hardline idiot shit that comes out of our mouths and being like, everyone who disagrees with me is the worst person who ever lived. I'm so mad. (laughs) Sorry. I just saw the funniest thing uh, we completely missed. Jordan Peterson tweeted. Oh, I saw, Sorry, I saw not that. beautiful, and no amount of authoritarian compassion is going to change that. And About it's a, a drag, drag queen. queen in a church. It's, and we just fucking just went we, over our heads. We'll do it. We'll do it on the next one. Which, but, funnily yeah. enough, remember when that podcast episode we talked about how Jordan Peterson hated the fat chick wearing the bikini? Yeah, that was the exact same. That's our most downloaded episode. Is it? Yeah. It was probably we should Jordan... talk about Jordan Peterson hating people more. It was just Jordan Peterson listening to it a hundred times while that would be jerking off. Jay Poe, if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> I don't like up. you. I don't like you much. Come a, come a guest on the podcast. Yeah, I, would. I would love to talk to you. I mean, Derek I talk doesn't to want him, to talk to you, but not respectfully. That's yeah. for sure. I, I could talk to him about how he overcame his uh, addiction or whatever. Yeah, you could. You know, we share that. And we could talk uh, to him about what his bowel movements are now that he only eats meat. Yeah. Oh. Is just it easier to poop or harder? I don't I'm understand. Just, I'm just imagining Jordan Peterson shedding, and now I immediately regret that. So now you <laughs> have to imagine it too. Hey, if you like the podcast, podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and until next week, stay angry. <laughs>
Jordan Peterson shitting. 